Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less. You can catch the show live on Instagram or TikTok Thursdays at about 12 p.m. Mountain Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. We're your hosts this week. Morgan. And Harry. Also, I totally stole your line there. <laughs> I even wrote the script. <laughs> I did it wrong. I cleared. It took too long to clear my throat in the beginning, and someone had to say something. Jumped in, so we jumped in. in. We are really excited to be back. Harrison and I are the production team for Tea for Lunch, so whenever we're here, it's a little bit of a scramble getting everything put together. But it's always fun to get to come on this side of the camera and chat with you all. Totally. Yeah, and we've got some really fun stories today. But I think. Just before we hop into the stories, I think we should talk about how summer has arrived in Mm -hmm. Calgary this week. Mm -hmm. It is nice out. It's warm. We're looking at like like high tens over the next week. No, it's going to be 27 degrees next week. Wait, so even even better. I'm even more excited now. Summer is is here. I don't know how many people are watching are from Calgary, but we don't really get spring here. We kind of go from snow to like 30 degrees, and that's what's happening right now. And you can just see everybody like thawing out and coming back to life right now. And listen, this may be a very unpopular opinion, but I'm very like pro-rain. So I hope that we get a little bit of rain because it's like our winters are so dry and then our summers are so dry. So it's like, as a cyclist, it's like, it's gravel city out there. It's like the dust is at an all time high. We need some, we need some good rain. So as much as I'm happy about the nice weather, I I hope that we, you know, get some, get some mild showers at some point. I lived most of my life in Victoria and Vancouver and I feel the opposite. (laughs) I'm like, if I never saw rain again, it would be too soon. Fair enough. But I can see, I can totally see the gravel. Um, And also, as long as it's not too rainy, we won't get too many mosquitoes. Exactly. So that's your weather update. Hope you enjoy. (laughs) And uh, we can hop into some stories. So kicking things off, we've got a couple Instagram updates. I'm sure a lot of listeners have seen these, but we just want to make sure everyone is in the know. So first, there are some changes to users' bios happening right now. The app is allowing us to add five links to our bio. We can all rejoice that we can finally add something other than just one single link. Um, uh, it's really nice upgrade from the one link previously, which was often used by creators or business accounts or brands to use a Lincoln Bio app or Milkshake or one of those programs because it's so limited. So you can now add five right in the app, but of course that doesn't completely get rid of the need for these external apps because many people have a lot more than five links to share. But I am kind of curious how Instagram settled on five being like, that's what we'll allow because clearly they can add more. I mean, I think I think five has kind of been like a key number in social media since like the MySpace days, you know. Okay, with like top can you five elaborate? And stuff. Okay, and like, yeah. I remember there was like there was a certain like uh, phone company that like you could have like your top five list and it would be like, it would be like free to call and text them at like some point in kind of the mid 2000s Um, or something like that. So it's like, I feel like five has just kind of been this overarching number in social media for a while. Interesting. I was kind of wondering if Instagram has any connection to these companies that offer Lincoln bio tools. And if maybe they were sort of like, we'll offer a few more, but we're not going to put you out of business. I mean, maybe that wouldn't surprise me seeing Instagram kind of like do this in general and include these like these business platforms ethos and an idea like yeah. in the the native Instagram platform it's like we just keep seeing it 
happening. We we keep seeing Instagram like take from different parts of the web and mm-hmm, making mm-hmm. it new Instagram updates. So <laughs> I I just like I hope they do it well. But a lot of people, yeah. like you said, it's like a lot of people use their link train stuff like oh yeah these massive directories and of, I like, want resource. Them. Yeah, exactly. I want to be able to find everything and really easy. Listen, it's like Instagram just can't just. It's like you can't have your business try to do everything and compete with certain businesses that like are really specifically like tuned to doing that one thing. True. I can totally see that. Yeah. I do need to go update mine though, because I think it's like a really good opportunity. Even if one of them ends up being like your link and bio app for more, I still think that it, it seems pretty easy and nice to use. Um, and then there's another update on Instagram. This one is to reels. And I think this one is also going to be really exciting for folks who work in social. So There's now two little feeds you can see where you can look at trending hashtags and trending audios and you can save them for future use. I don't know where this feature has been seen before, but perhaps (laughs) on another app. Um, And there's also some updates to Reels Insights. So there's a couple new metrics added. I'm also going to choke now. (laughs) It's dry. We need rain. We need rain. It's dry. Um, you can now see your total watch time and average watch time for your reels. So this is a popular metric on YouTube and it's one that you really want to watch for your videos because I think on YouTube it counts as a view after someone watches something like 30 seconds. So you can look and see that your video had all these views, but when you actually look at your total watch time, you might be surprised at which video actually captured folks' interest for longer and actually kept them on your video. I have some videos on my channel that have like quite a low amount of total views, but the watch time is much higher. So I know to make more of that content because it ultimately helps at least with YouTube goals. And I think for people making reels either for themselves or for brands, that's such an important metric to look like, to look at. So I'm really happy those are there. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. It's it's like, you know, I was just clowning Instagram because it's like you guys take from like different platforms and, and try and like, add it to Instagram and like make it all flow. But I think something like this is really important um, that yeah. Instagram is included because I feel like these very like video platform specific level of mm-hmm. insights that we see on on websites like YouTube, like I think having the ability to see that on a place that's like more portable and mobile like Instagram yeah. is, a, is a good thing. And it just helps like get past the vanity metrics, like as nice as it is to see total views on a video or likes even, that doesn't necessarily mean people watch the whole thing. And sometimes it can help how you're framing your content, the length of your content, where you're going to put the hook, where you're going to put your call to action, all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing how those metrics kind of change things for our team and other people working in social. Yeah. Like any like insight or ability to tailor your content to your existing audience or like your preferred audience or like potential audience. Like, yeah. So thumbs big, up from us. Big ups to Instagram <laughs> for that one. Awesome. Uh, next up, we do have a quick Twitter update for advertisers. After removing legacy verification, Twitter is now making more changes to verification rules. The latest is that Twitter is telling advertisers that they'll have to sign up for either Twitter Blue or verification for organizations in order to keep running ads within the app. Twitter notes that by signing up, advertisers will have more organic reach. Mm -hmm. organic reach. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially, brands will have to pay Twitter $8 a month for the blue tick or $1,000 a month for verification for organization feature. Those are so different. (laughs) Essentially offers uh, impersonation uh, protection. Fair. 
Yeah, fair. They note as well that brands spending in excess of $1,000 a month will be given gold check marks instead of the blue ones automatically, which, um, you know, for those really paying attention to the ins and outs details of the verification tiers, the gold one actually comes in a square. So, you know, well worth the the thousand in my opinion, because it's a different shape. I think I just dissociated for a moment trying to <laughs> remember what all these checks are doing. Um, but yeah, I think this is really interesting. I can see that they're maybe trying to make sure, well, they're trying to earn money is what they're trying to do. But then I can see them framing this as trying to make sure that people advertising are legitimate. And I mean, there's nothing worse than when you see like a really cute outfit on Instagram or something, and then you click on it and it's from the weirdest website you've ever seen. And you don't know if you're going to like get scammed ordering it or not. So maybe this could kind of help make sure that you know what you're clicking on is legit. Question mark? I guess, I I don't know. I just, I see it as so funny. Just like the timeline of this entire thing has just like looked so funny from the outside. You know, it's like Elon Musk buying Twitter and then Elon Musk being like, I'm going to make this free website something that people pay for. And people were like, don't do that. We don't want that. And he was like, okay, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And then being like, also you can't just be verified for being verified anymore. You have to spend money to be verified. And people were like, don't do that. We really don't want that. And he was like, okay, I did it. So it's eight bucks a month. And now he's giving out free verification to some public figures because he's like, well, there are certain people I want to pay for. And these like interesting proclaimed author Stephen King was like, I did not pay for this blue check mark. I don't want it. And Elon was like, I bought it for you. And everyone's like, so what's the point here? What's what the point that? of this whole checkmark process now? What are you huh. what are you trying to do here? So yeah, that's, that's my so little side wild. tangent, but just the Twitter stuff is so funny to me because it's yeah. like, what's your what's your end game? Is it to get everyone to start paying for these check marks? Because it seems, Elon, like you're already paying for the people that you like on the app. Mm-hmm. So it's like what it's a little like, club. What's what's the thing? What's the thing? <laughs> I used to use Twitter and I don't remember really seeing that many like fake accounts or like accounts I was concerned about on my feed, but I wasn't using it all that deeply. But remember a few weeks ago, he came out saying that it was a reverse startup. I did not. Were you here for that? (laughs) No, I was not. So he said right now it's like a reverse startup, like it's getting worse and then it's going to get better again, I think is the plan. He is too giving stunned baby to man syndrome, but you know, we'll, we'll keep moving. Yeah. Well, I'd be really interested if anyone who's watching right now is an advertiser or anyone listening to this as the playback, let us know if you're going to pay for this, tw- like this Twitter fee to still advertise and if you're finding success there, because I'd be interested to know. Yeah. Okay, finally, this story was like a pick by our whole team. We were told we had to talk about this today, and we're going to do our best here to to do some justice to it. So we're going to talk about the royal wedding, a.k.a. Sophia Richie's wedding. Um, last weekend, Sophia Richie got married, um, and marketers are praising the wedding as the most thoughtful PR event done in ages. Okay with me there. Mm -hmm. So they did a few things to make this a really good PR hit. First, they leveraged a major event. So in this case, her wedding. Mm -hmm. 
Then they offered a degree of invitation. So that's a common PR term. So it's a way for people to feel like they're participating in an event, even if they aren't there IRL. So Sophia did this by joining TikTok the week of the wedding. And she started to post like, get ready with me's. And like, it felt like she's bringing everybody in. Yeah. Instead of kind of gatekeeping it and just like sharing things afterwards, she started the week of. And then they made it exclusive. Obviously, it was an invite-only event. It had a seven-figure budget in the south of France. And um, we could still feel like we were all there. And everybody can kind of talk about this this week because of all the like behind-the-scenes content mm-hmm. that came out. So it was really well documented all weekend. Lots of content was going up seemingly in real time. There's like clips of her like skipping down the aisle before the ceremony and like her friends like singing the song she ends up going down the aisle to and like little fun things. You get to see a lot of her family members um, and it's just really cute. And um, another thing people on TikTok liked is she walked down the aisle to a popular TikTok song, Until I Found You, which is a beautiful song. And um, it's in her wedding videos as well. You can see she actually had the singer there um, and the wedding video is already out. They show the production company's name on it. It was really like a whole done in real time production, super impressive. And now Sophia is being crowned as the new It Girl and her wedding's being called the Royal Wedding. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's your catch up. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Like, mm-hmm. I like too that platforms like TikTok and, you know, just kind of like the way we use social media kind of post 2020 in general just allows us to really, really connect in a lot of ways and seeing something like this. It's like, imagine being one of Sophie's uh, like family members who could make it and like, you know, be able to like keep up with all this stuff and like watch all this stuff. And I, I just, I like it. Yeah. It was done really well. Um, I didn't actually know who she was beforehand. (laughs) I'm seeing team members kind of bow their heads. Uh, But now I'm like all over her feeds watching everything. My age was shown quite a bit when I was like, oh, I don't know who that is. And (laughs) you were like, "Uh, Nicole Richie's sister. And I was like, oh, Nicole Richie, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was really cool. And I think a lot of the times, especially with celebrities, when they have these big life events, they keep it really like hush hush. They don't want people to know when it's happening or where it's happening. And we get something about it like months later. Like even Mm -hmm. I think about the Kardashians and with their show, we get the info months later and by then it's like interesting but it kind of feels like you're not quite in the loop that's true I mean I do kind of get doing that though right like totally reserving certain life things like just for yourself especially with like how wild paparazzi can be oh and you can totally do that but I think if you want in this day and age like if you want your audience to feel like they were kind of like brought along for the ride Mm -hmm. this was such a good way to do it totally um Yeah, and it looks really cute. It almost makes me think of, like, with YouTube getting more popular again, people just want to see, like, more about people's lives, and they want to see it in real time. And even if you vlog or something, like, you kind of want to put that content up as soon as possible so that people aren't seeing it like weeks later and they've already seen you post things about it on stories. Like, that can feel like you weren't invited. Mm-hmm. When you're a watcher, especially yeah. if you're like a fan. So, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice to nice to hear about this I'm gonna look into it now I'm gonna go watch the wedding video and like (laughs) probably smile and cry and laugh yeah I've already cried at it yep and I was like I didn't know you till a week ago and now you're my it girl too yeah (laughs) biggest fan fan number one (laughs) Amazing. thanks for tuning in now that we've wet your palate go eat something more substantial cheers cheers (laughs) 